Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com, because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercier. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 217 for Wednesday, July 7th, 2021. How's it going, onesies, huh? How are you guys doing this week? You doing good? I'm glad. I hope you're having the best time ever, that your lives are treating you good. Um, And what is this podcast, huh? What is the One Man Podcast for anyone tuning in for the first time? Well, it is my life. Josh Williams, sometimes comedian, sometimes covid aid you know, recipient monkey, <laughs> um, but things are going good. And this, uh, this podcast kind of lets you know what's going on with me personally, professionally, uh, whatever I've been up to the previous week. So, uh, that's what it is. Sometimes there's interesting stuff. Sometimes there's boring stuff and, uh, and let's get at her this week. I'm going to be telling you guys about a bunch of physical labor I've been doing. What? That doesn't sound like you, Josh. It doesn't. And let me tell you, it has felt good to do it. I uh, also went shopping at Ikea. What? What? Who is this guy? Yeah, no, I I think right now, Ikea has got to be worse than Costco. Uh, But I'll tell you guys about that a little later on. I watched watched a couple of movies. Huh? Didn't have time to do much else, to be honest with you, this week. Um, Had a, a backyard dinner with my mom and some peeps. I will tell you guys all about that. And I've got some great news coming up this week. Something that just kind of fell in my lap. And uh, and it'll definitely be uh, heavily chatted about next week on the podcast. So uh, exciting stuff. Very, very exciting stuff. I'm really looking forward to, to telling you guys about it. Um, all sorts of other little things, tidbits here and there. And... Um, I'll tell you about it. Why don't I start by telling you guys that I tried the new Grand Big Mac? Huh? Is that something that you guys have played with? Have you heard of it? Uh, basically, when I was hanging out with Brody, Kamar came in. He was particularly excited about it. And uh, he's like, yo, I'm going to try the new Grand Big Mac. And he wanted me to give him a ride to McDonald's. I was like, well, no, I'm waiting for Brody to come. You know, I don't have time to. I can't be your goddamn McDonald's chauffeur. I look like the kind of guy who'd be a McDonald's advocate, does, don't I? You know what I mean? Sorry, guys. I'm actually recording this one on the Zoom H1N. So a lot of my, I'm basically very brand loyal to Zoom, but Zoom does incredible sound. And last week I recorded on the Zoom shotgun mic. And I guess I could hear it in my ears. Everything sounded, I guess, okay with the two of them going at the same time. At the same time, too, I'm also the source of the sound. So I can hear a lot of my own voice in my own head when I speak anyways. But, um it appeared to me that the sound was kind of, uh, like, like more to the left than the right. So it was stereo recorded in stereo, but all my voice was coming through on the left side. And I was like, Oh shit. I, and I can't remember. I, I tried a bunch of different things to fix it after the fact, because I really noticed it in post-production, especially listening to it in my headphones. Um, 
that I had, uh, this is all about the Big Mac, by the way. Um, but, uh, um, no, I, I, I remember listening to the, the, the sound and then I tried different things. I actually tried re-recording, not re-recording, I apologize. But when I was processing it through Auphonic, I tried recording it through, um, like mono to have it processed in mono so that maybe it would blend those two things together. And I honestly, I, I remember going back and forth between the two. And I can't remember which one actually made the final cut. So if you guys heard the sound, like I said, I was asking, Hey, how does it sound guys? Um, no one said anything of course about the last episode, but, uh, I just thought I would mention that like, Hey, that was definitely a post-production issue or sorry, a recording issue that I was not able to, uh, satisfactorily resolve in post, uh, to my liking shy of recording the whole thing. So when using those shotgun mics, if that, if that ends up being what I'm going to use in, uh, in the video recording process of the podcast, I will make sure that, uh, I've, I've worked out the kinks in that, you know, I think just depending on where I'm sitting, if I'm more to the right or the left of the shotgun mic, as much as it's supposed to grab something in the distance, I think that it was really grabbing, uh, you know, it was grabbing more left than right. Anyways, this is all just tech stuff, guys. I'm still, I'm still like learning, researching, trying to figure it all out. So before we go live with the video podcast, um, I will be sure that I have figured all those things out. But for this week, I'm holding the Zoom H1N. So I'm using uh, another Zoom product. Their sound is great. It's just a little handheld recorder. Wow. Did we ever feel that burp come out? I should have been my first sip of the coffee moments before hitting the record button here. And let me tell you, it is already moving things around inside me it would seem um so yeah getting back to the grand big mac i um i uh, <laughs> i told kamar no i'm not driving you to get a big mac and then he's like fine i'll I'll just walk it he was very excited for this big grand big mac and i'll tell you i am one who is very susceptible to a buzz all right um seeing ads on the uh, the interweb you know in that 24 hour period and uh and of course kamar's excitement can now kamar also uh, you know, dabbles in video and stuff. He's always playing around with little things that he can do with video and whatnot. Um, he got out his, like his gimbal and he, you know, he had his iPhone and everything and he was getting ready to do, um, I guess a side-by-side -side comparison of the, uh, the big Mac, the grand big Mac and the regular big Mac. And when he got home, he's like, you know, he's getting all of his gear and he's getting it all set up to do like a review video and a comparison, whatever. And then he opens his bag. He's like, what the fuck? I fucking forgot my big Mac. You know, they, they'd gotten the grand Big Mac and he's just like, well, fuck it. And he just goes to the back porch and just eats his Big Mac. I'm like, well, you still could have done a review of the grand Big Mac. He's like, no, without the side by side, it's nothing. I'm like, well, fuck. I've, I've watched review videos of all sorts of things. I don't necessarily need to see the, I've got lots of experience with the original as I'm sure a lot of people watching do sure. Side by side is great for imagery, but anyways, and I don't think he's ever revisited it, but he was going to do like a big, his first impressions side by side. And then he just ate it. So I tried one, um, and it kind of coincides with all the other stuff I'm doing. Um, we, uh, I tried one with, uh, with crystal, uh, this week we were, uh, we were, we were moving on to this, this aspect of me talking about doing physical labor. So we've been spending more time lately because it's the kids' birthdays within June and July. And we've been doing stuff with the kids and, uh, just trying to, you know, have some fun with them and just in conversation, stuff like that. Uh, we, uh, it turns out she was looking forward to, you know, she had a vacation coming up and she was looking to do some painting. And, uh, and I said, well, I, you know, I give you a hand with that. I got nothing. I got nothing going on. Um, and so excited about doing the, uh, the painting. I was like, okay, it's something different. And I actually get to feel useful. I've had a lot of people in my life that I try to try to help out. Um, and it's just like, you know, it's nice to be, uh, it's nice to be useful. And, um, 
It's really cool what she had in mind. Um, her living room has been mint green as long as I've known her. I guess when they first moved into the place, they, they painted it sort of this mint green color. And, uh, and she's been saying for years that, you know, I, I want that color gone. So she was saying that this is the year. She, oh, sorry for the yawning, guys. I have not been sleeping well uh, as of late. I don't have an explanation for it. I truly don't. I've just not been sleeping. I've been tossing and turning my, my shoulders, my neck are hurting. So I apologize there. There will be some yawning. Some of you find it charming. Some of you find it horrendous. I apologize. Um, anyways, so, uh, she was like, yeah, I'm training, changing the room. We're going to paint it this, uh, paint it this nice, like sort of, I don't know the color of gray. It's not slate gray, but it's, it's a very nice, like, like off white gray. And then with one single accent wall that has like more of a slate gray, like a darker gray, uh, accent which I like because a lot of things can go with, with a shade versus a color. So, um, spent a, a reasonable amount of time just doing proper taping. Like we were both working together, which was, which was cool. You know, it wasn't like one person's doing the vast majority of the work of the person standing there holding something. Um, I know that back in the day when her and I were painting the place originally, there was a lot of like, I'll just go up the ladder and you just pass me stuff. And, and that's not very good for, for anybody to feel like one person's doing everything. The other person's not, um, and I don't mean that as like, oh, I'm doing all the work, but the other person's like, I don't feel very useful not doing anything, just sort of standing here, handing things. Um, but it was a nice, uh, it was a good, it was honestly, it was a good time. We had, uh, we had some, some beers, uh, and it was kind of nice to just like, you know, have beer, shoot the shit. It was a really cool opportunity to just kind of, you know, catch up and, and shoot the shit whatever the painting wasn't particularly hard because we kind of did the preliminary stuff, uh, one evening. Then the next day was just paint. Um, it was a, it was a good time. It was a good time. It took, took a couple of days to get all the painting done. Um, it wasn't a shitload, but again, it was just kind of like, you know, take our time, get it done. The weather was, was hot, you know? So it's kind of like, uh, hot, maybe even isn't even the best term is more humid. So there was a bit of a concern. It's like, is the paint going to dry appropriately in humidity or, or what have you? But, uh, it was cool because she's got this new sort of, um, idea of like a look that she wants. So, um, I remember, uh, geez, I'm kind of all over the place. Cause it's like, like everything, my whole week, uh, a lot of it was, was kind of doing, doing this stuff and it was fun. It was really fun. I had a good time doing it. Um, like you would think that like, like paint, oh, I don't want to paint. And, and I kind of didn't really want to ahead of time. Do you know what I mean? Like not in like, Oh, I really don't want to, I'm not dragging ass. Just, I wasn't really thrilled at the idea of doing this. I've still got my, my tennis elbow. And again, the, the godsend of my onesies sending me ice packs and, and red and John give me that brace. Like I used it the entire time, but I wasn't even just like, Oh, I don't want to do it. It was just more of like, you know, I'm not, you know, it's work. You know, nobody just was like, Oh, I want to do work. But throughout the process, it was, it was fun. I, I actually, for the first time in a long time with all this COVID sitting around, kind of not really doing anything. I was like, Oh, like I'm actually working. So getting a bit of some, like, you know, getting a little bit of exercise and activity on my feet and, you know, but at the same time, like, yeah, I mean, I, who would look at painting as exercise, but I'm just saying like, rather than sitting in a chair, staring at a TV or in front of a computer reading, or, you know, it was nice to actually be doing something and seeing results like same day from what you're doing. It's great. Um, so we got the painting done and then they, uh, she'd also ordered a couple pieces of furniture. So she's before she had those sort of Ikea, uh, shelves that a lot of people have, you know, the ones with the squares in them where you buy all sorts of different accessory boxes to put inside and things like that. 
different organized squares. Um, she's also got uh, some tarantulas. Uh, her and Brody are kind of into tarantulas. So they got some tarantulas in little square terrariums. So um, leading up to this, this, you know, uh, week of painting and, and, and furniture building, it was kind of like looking for something that would accommodate something that wouldn't be an Ikea square box that would have more of a rustic, uh, rustic look, sorry, that would ac- accommodate these terrariums as well. So that was a process that was fun to sort of poke around and, and, you know, give my two cents on those, but, but they came, so they were ordered, they came. And so the whole idea was like, we get this painting done and then we can begin building, uh, these, these pieces of furniture. And it was really cool. Um, she got a really cool sort of like rustic bookshelf sort of looking things where it's like, you know, faded wood that looks like it used to be painted like an old, old painted barn kind of thing. But like, you know, uh, browns and birchy kind of colors. She also bought this new TV stand. Cause again, the old one was like a four box Ikea, the same, same thing. The whole idea was the whole living room, all the shelving and everything was like those Ikea square box kind of things. So this was now a nice brown sort of rustic looking, um, a TV stand that had a fireplace in the center and the doors on the side were kind of like on these rolling tracks. So they look sort of, you know, uh, geez, it's even hard to say like, like kind of like pocket doors, but on the surface with runners, I'm trying to think of, of where I've seen them. Anyways, it, it was a re- like couple of really nice looking pieces. And, um, and it was fun to like, see the room go from like mint green and Ikea stuff to like nice, nice grays, with the the bookshelves and then it was kind of like you know moved a few of the plants that we had i really like the look of like shaded colors so whites grays blacks um with with browns and greens like these earthy tones on like the the accessible black i gotta tell you guys like again maybe just for a lot of you it's like oh you know working on a room and whatever like i think it was really nice um the before and afters are just stunning. And to the point where it was like, um, I remember saying like, Hey, like, like I'd love to go out and take a look at some more plants. Like, I don't know a whole lot about plants. I know some, but I don't know a whole lot about plants. Um, and, uh, the whole idea was like, I I'd love to add some more greenery. Like, let's see, like, let's see what we can find. So that's kind of where like one thing led to, you know, another in terms of, uh, you know, this started, that started the whole week. I've got stories of Ikea. I've got stories from the places. Um, give me a sec just to organize myself. I'm going to see if I can figure out how to hit the pause button on this thing and just cross off some of the stuff. I realize I never even told you, uh, my thoughts on the big Mac, by the way, not that anybody really gives a shit, but just to get there. Yeah. Let me just summarize what I've been talking about real quick. I had a really good time painting, I had a really good time, uh, shooting the shit and reconnecting with, uh, somebody who I have not done so in a long time. Um, it was, uh, it was a fun week. Um, one of the things that we did too, like, that's the whole reason the grand big Mac came up was one of the nights we were, we were sort of painting into the late. Um, and it was kind of like, I'm hungry. You hungry? She's like, yeah. I'm like, you want to grab like a big Mac or so? She's like, yeah. And when we were going through the drive-thru, I saw the sign for the grand big Mac. I was reminded of Kamar's adventure. In a tent that I was like, you want to try it? And she was like, yeah. So we tried it. And, um, you know, it's just a bigger Big Mac. I thought it was going to be a Big Mac that was made with quarter pounder patties, quarter pounder patties. Uh, and, uh, it wasn't, they said that they've actually made like a new size of burger to go on it. So guys, really, it's just a bigger Big Mac. It's nothing special. It's not, doesn't taste better. I remember there was like these, these burgers that came out for a while. I was trying to remember the name of them. They were at McDonald's. 
and it almost tasted like the meat had more pepper in it. It wasn't like the McDouble down or anything like that. It was just this, there was the name for it, the mix something. And it was just like the burgers were more peppery and it actually kind of tasted a little more like real meat. Can't remember the name of it. If anyone can, please contact their one man podcast.com. I really like to know what that was. Um, well, excuse me, but it was like very, um, peppery, meaty sort of thing. Um, but yeah, so we went out, uh, we had the, the Big Macs. One of the things that we did was looking for, um, more plants is we went to this place called Peter Knipple. Um, it's like a plant place on bank street in Ottawa, but it's like one of those ones where they have all sorts of different plants. And the big thing was, okay, you know, uh, sort of just moving some of the plants, the small plants that crystal already has around into the space. She was like, yeah, this looks really good with the green. Like we were both like more plants, you know, maybe a floor plant or whatever, just to fill some space, whatever. And we were like, okay, there's that Peter nipple place. That's up the street. Like, let's go take a look at there. And we went in, the people know their stuff. So nothing against the business, or whatever, but it's just like, they know their stuff, but you know, you're like, okay, we're looking for a plant that needs like low light to like practically no light. You know, it's across from where the main source of light is like, it's going to get some indirect light, but a, you know, it's going to get a, a lot of indirect light, you know? So what can we use? And they're showing us some things and they looked fine, but like for them to be the size that we needed, they were like 300 bucks, you know, 229 to like 269. So it's like, it's like a $300 plant, you know? And that's like, you buy the plant, you still need a fucking pot to put it in. How much, how much is a giant plant pot? Oh, another 50 bucks. Like it was crazy for one, one plant. And so I just remembered that, uh, Ikea had, uh, a bunch of, of big plants, like, and Ikea sort of specializes on the indoor plants, the ones that you can just, you know, that don't need a shitload of light or a ton of, of attention. So I was like, you know, I wanted to, I can't remember. I had to go to Ikea cause I wanted something and I can't fucking remember what it was. I really can't. Um, so I was just saying like, Hey, why don't I pop into Ikea? I think. Jesus, I'm trying to think. I think I wanted some towels and some glasses. Anyways, um, I was like, I'm going to go to Ikea. Do you want me to take a look at the plants? And, and Chris was like, sure. So um, I I went on Saturday. I went to Saturday uh, Ikea. Um, and when I got there, I saw a lineup at the front door. And I was like, yeah, what was I thinking? Like the pandemic's just slowly starting, you know, uh, to, to raise and I'm like, yeah, of course, everyone's going to flock to the only Ikea in a city of a million on a Saturday morning. What the fuck is wrong with me? So either way, I pause, I, I parked the car. I'm like, I still don't have anything I'm supposed to be doing. So I'm like, I may as well, you know, still do. I'm here. I came here. It's not like it's going to be better the next time I come. So I got there. I stood in line. The line moved very, very quickly. Um, I was probably inside within five minutes. So it wasn't, it wasn't like that bad. It just, I think it looked worse than it was. But inside, man, I didn't see anyone. I really didn't see anybody, um, checking. There was no one outside making this lineup happen. It was just people in this line moving into the giant revolving doors. And that was just your thing. So, um, I know that, uh, I know that when I got in, nobody seemed to be respecting social distancing at all. I, the amount of times I had people walk up on I me, mean, I was trying to give people space, like when they were looking in an area, um, but it was tough. Um, I was there and I'm like, yeah, I'll just, I got nothing going on. I'll do the store. Oh my God. It took so long. It took so long. I saw some cool shit. I saw some stuff that was very reasonably priced. That's the magic of Ikea. Um, I saw these really cool glass cabinets. Um, 
I'm trying to even remember how much they were. I took pictures of them. Let's see if I can quickly get to the pictures and not waste too much of your time. So it's a glass. They were like, you know, a foot by a foot glass cabinets that were like four or five, I'd say five feet tall. And I'm like, shit with glass shelves in them. And I was like, oh, that's pretty spectacular. I think, uh, did I do that on a day? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. No, I think I deleted all the pictures from Ikea. Um, but they were really cool. I remember just the, the price tag on them. I was like, that's an incredibly good price for a, a tall tower sort of stuff. Oh, 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 no, I deleted them. I deleted them. Um, so yeah, I, um, I like that. I think they were like, they were, they were between 40, uh, 49 to a hundred dollars. And I was just remember thinking like, wow, a hundred bucks for like a, a tall four walled glass case with glass shelves. Like that seems to be a really good price. I would have bought one. I had nowhere to put it, but I was like, I definitely want something like that in the future. Just something nice. I could put some of my finer whiskey bottles on or something like that. I just liked it. It was cool to see stuff that I haven't seen in a while. I really dig the, uh, I, I do dig Ikea. I just I didn't dig it on that day, man, with way too many people, people shit about going up through Costco, uh, going through Ikea on a Saturday is pretty fucking awful. I'll tell you that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, um, yeah, so, uh, I did the store, nothing really popped out for me until I got to the, vi- literally the very last part of the, the walkthrough maze. Like I did the kitchen stuff. I looked at the lights. I, I got myself a towel and some like odds and ends shit. You don't even think you need until you see it. And you're like, oh yeah, I do need a long ass shoehorn. So I don't have to like break my back bending over backwards to fitting a small one in cause I'm fat. Um, yeah. So. I remember uh, we get to the end and, uh, and then I see these tall ass plants, same size or bigger than the ones we were looking at at Peter Knipple, like the day before. And I just said like, uh, or I think it had actually been that same morning. As a matter of fact, went to Peter Knipple relatively early in the morning. Uh, cause that's when you get the best deals right at a friggin' plant place. And, um, yeah, like, like 50 bucks, 50 bucks for a really like, like a set of sort of like these three stocks plants. I don't even know what they are, but these three plants, uh, $49, the plant pots were reasonably priced as well. And then there was tons of like little greenery plants, five bucks, like aloe vera plants that I keep for five bucks with just these nice big green spikes coming out of them. But like so many different types of green plants. You know what I mean? Small, $5, little cactuses already in tiny little, little pots. Um, like the amount of plants that they had already there, already grown, super cheap price, varying sizes, very, very reasonably priced for whatever you're looking for. And indoor, like all of them, you pretty much grab and go like, yeah, it's generally speaking an indoor plant. So I just remember going like, this is gorgeous. And the price, like, I, I think we got like four or five plants. So I, I faced Crystal was not interested in going to, to Ikea and I don't blame her. I didn't even know for sure I was going, but when I got there, I was like, I'll FaceTime you if I see anything. And so we spent a bit of time, like looking at the different plants and everything like that, picked out quite a few. And, um, and I got to say guys, gorgeous, gorgeous outcome with all this greenery, the, the browns from the, uh, from the, the furniture. And then of course the gray and white on the wall. Uh, well, not gray and white, but the, the gray and the lighter gray on the wall, um, just looks super good. It looks super good. And like I said, like for, for having spent a few days kind of working on, you know, painting, uh, like, like sort of taping and prepping, 
right? And then, you know, doing the work of the, of the few coats of paint and then, of course, building the furniture and then putting everything sort of back in place, you know, and then with the screen, it's just fucking gorgeous. So, uh, I mean, as much as I may have spent, God knows how much time, what, 20 minutes talking about painting and building furniture and plants or whatever, like it was, uh, it was pretty cool. It was really cool. I, I had talked to my mom about going to Ikea and she didn't seem particularly interested at the time. And then the next day, literally I did Saturday, I grabbed all that stuff. The next day she was like, uh, Hey, do you want to go to Ikea? And I was like, sure. Cause I, I kind of, to be honest with you, I kind of wanted to pick up a few more of the small plants for myself. Um, I just said like, I just don't have the whole place in me. Cause I literally did it yesterday. And so, uh, what ended up happening was I actually took my mom, uh, for breakfast on Sunday, went to a nice place, Broadway's and, um, what was it? Uh, yeah, it, it was nice. It was a bit of a wait. So we actually drove to Costco. I drove to Costco. Um, this is going to be more of like a, a pro tip. I think this is honestly, this episode is going to be what to buy, where, and how to ask for it and blah, blah, blah by Josh Williams. I think that's what I'm going to devolve this one into guys, because I just kind of did like a lot of going out to eat and consuming. Oh, sorry. I'm moving here. Oh, I got to keep the mic right in front of my face or I lose track of what it is. So here's, here's some stuff for you. Okay. Let's do it this way. All right. I'm going to just start fucking, I'm going to, rather than trying to read everything off this paper, I'm going to settle back into what I want to talk about. And that usually makes things a little bit better. So go back to that clipboard with fucking notes when I need to. All right. So here's where we're at. I wake up Sunday morning and I'm like, I want to take my mom for breakfast. All right. Sunday morning. I feel like doing something nice for her. All right. I, I go to the place I've gone a few times now. I've gone, uh, once with my buddy, Matt Watson to this Broadway's I've gone with crystal to this Broadway's for breakfast and I'm like, I want to go for breakfast again. I'm loving being able to sit down at a patio now that things are opening up with COVID. I like going for breakfast. You guys listen to my episode with Joey Elias. Going for breakfast is the bomb. All right. So I'm like, it's been a, it's been a bit. I'm and I'm enjoying doing it. So I, I say, I figure I'm going to take my mom for breakfast. We're going to go do that. We go there, get our name on a list. A lot of places are not doing reservations, and I get that because restaurants are really hurting. Their only capacity is their outdoor stuff. And, uh, you know, you can't be saving tables for people who aren't going to show up. I get it. It just makes it frustrating for those of us who are committed, who want to, you know, know that when we go, we'll have, you know, a table, we're not gonna have to wait around, but this 40, 40, according to them, 45 minute wait. So no problem. We're on the list, you know, we're in the car, we're out and about. I just said to my mom, I go, you know what? I got to, why don't we go get a, a coffee in a drive through I go, uh, I got to get gas and the Costco is a few blocks away. So why don't we go over? get gas at Costco and, uh, and, and be done there. So she's like, sure. No problem. This is a great story guys. Um, clearly, um, I drive, get gas at the Costco over and done in two seconds. Like, you know, easy peasy. It's Costco on a Sunday morning. Nobody gives a shit. And then I said to her, I, I said to my mom, I'm like, and this is where the, the savings thing comes in for you guys. I said to my mom, I go, I, I just want to run into the Costco and ask the guy at the front a question. I have an iPhone 11, uh, pro max, and I have it on one of those, like bring it back things. What a lot of companies are doing now where it's like, you know, Hey, uh, we'll give you a 500 bucks off your phone. If you agree to bring it back after two years. Well, I was like, sure, sure. I'll bring it back. That's what I agreed to. 
Now I have the choice to opt out of that, whatever, but I know that that time is running short that I'll, in a few months, I'll have to decide whether I'm keeping this thing or bringing it back. So I spent some time on that, uh, you know, the, the Facebook marketplace, the Kijiji, the Craigslists, whatever it is, just to see what iPhone 11 pro maxes are going for. They're going for about a thousand bucks. So I figure, well, I can, I can pay, you know, I'll, I'll give them back their 500 bucks to keep this thing and I'll sell it for a thousand. Fuck. I sell it for 800. I don't care. Like I'll still make more money if I pay them and then keep it. But I was just thinking to myself, like, I'm sick of subsidizing phones. I'm sick of having big phone bills. You know, I came into a little bit of money because of the grant. So I'm like, maybe my next phone, I will just buy outright. You know what I mean? If I buy the phone outright and it's mine, I don't, I don't have to keep paying it off death by a thousand cuts on my, on my, my bills every month. You know, there's none of this bring it back shit or whatever, but I'm like, these phones are expensive. You know, iPhone's 1500 bucks. The, the new iPhone 12 pro max is whatever. It's 1500 bucks. So I'm like, well, I know Costco sells them and I know Costco always has a better deal than everywhere else, including the Apple store. But I'm like looking at the Costco thing and I'm like, you know, I think it's like 1526 at Costco. It's 1544 at the Apple store. I'm like, well, it's $20 difference. That's not that great. But I had a feeling that, uh, Costco, I remember Costco, if you buy an iMac from them or a MacBook or something along those lines, you get the Apple care, right? The two extra years, um, you get the Apple care for free from Costco, which is like a couple hundred bucks. You know what I mean? That's, that's $200. Um, so that's what I went in to ask. I went in and asked the dude, I'm like, yeah, does it come with it? And he's like, yeah, we, we have Apple care with all of the iPhones, iPads, MacBooks, MacBook pros, iMacs. And I was like, that's huge. So this is my little pro tip for you guys is if you are Apple users and you need a, a laptop, desktop, iPad, iPhone, whatever it is, buy it from Costco. Okay. Um, the, the, the getting the Apple, you're getting the extended, you know, replacement warranty, all that shit for free, which on some devices, you know, like even on MacBook pros and stuff, it'd be like 300, $400 for the Apple care, just in case something happens when you buy a $3,000 computer, you know, you want to make sure that it's going to work for at least a few years. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not buying the extended warranty. Fine. You don't have to buy it when you buy from Costco, you get it for free. So just always make sure, just telling you guys, that's my, my pro tip in case you're wondering, you walk by at Costco and you take a throw a quick glance at the price tag, you eh, same price as everywhere else. Yes, but it includes the two to $400 warranty, depending on the price of what you're buying. It's included with that. That is the big benefit that you get from buying from Costco. So there's my, my tip of the week for you guys. So I get my answer. I come back out. I go, whenever I decide to pull my, pull, pull my trigger, <laughs> pull the trigger on this iPhone thing. I know I'm, I'm going to pick it up from Costco. So back in the car, we drive back to the place. We're maybe 20 minutes in. I'm sitting, sitting in the car, having a chit chat with my mom. And then we get the message. Hey, we're ready for you. Groovy. Okay. Awesome. We go in, we have our breakfast, just your standard eggs and bacon, whatever it is. Shoot the shit. We're outside. It was nice. Um, and then we go, and I can't remember what I had to come up for. Oh, someone was purchasing uh, books from me. I believe that's what it was. Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, I had somebody who was going to buy the collection of the Dark Tower. So uh, Stephen King's Dark Tower series. What I have read of it was fantastic. The movie was garbage. I've bitched about this in the podcast before. Um, but just in case anyone's new, uh, the books are great. 
the 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 movie was terrible the movie had nothing to do with the books at all uh, like there's characters who are pivotal to the plot completely absent from the movie absolutely absent from the movie it would be like if the lord of the rings was about frodo and aragorn and that's it you're sitting in the thing like so who are these two guys going to mount you're like no there was like there was like a wizard too in the books there was a wizard and there was three other little little uh hobbits or whatever and they're you know they there was other guys that were helping them and there was orcs and stuff and you're like oh it's the movie it was just about these two guys kind of walking through the woods and then they you know and then it, then it was a volcano and they you know there was these two ogres that attacked them you know like the, it was really like it was so far removed anyways um one of the things when helping crystal she gave me a box of uh, of books that i had back and uh threw them on on marketplace 50 bucks later kept how in my bush it was great uh, she also gave me back a big bag of DVDs that I had, and I sold some of them uh, to my roommate, Simon. And, uh, you know, that was a nice little chit-ching for me as well. So let me tell you, I am doing quite well right now. Guys, everything's feeling good. Everything is feeling good. Everything is coming up, Josh. Um, <laughs> but I had a good week. I'm feeling accomplished, right? We got the got that room painted, got got furniture built. I love it. I love it. I felt useful. I cannot tell you what what you know, feeling like you've got a purpose or that you're still, you know, you're still capable of getting a thing or two done does for you, especially after a year of feeling like I can't do shit. You know, what, what does the world need me for? <laughs> no, I, I felt good. I felt good to be able to, to help and, and do things. Um, what else? Oh yeah. So went to breakfast, came back, dropped that book off. And I said to my mom, okay, mom, I'm ready to go to Ikea. If you want to go, she's like, all right. So we go, we take a look at, uh, we take a look at different sort of stuff just, just near the end. I was telling her, I'm like, if you want to look at the plants, that'd be great. So we, same, same idea. We went through the plant section again, looking at pots, looking at little plants. I picked up a couple, mom picked up a couple. Um, and it was nice, um, on my way out, however. Oh, and I bought my mom this table for her back porch. It's kind of like a little, like, it's like if a nightstand turned into like a full coffee table. You know what I mean? Like, like taller table version of that, but it's like a small little side table. If, if that, and then there's like these wings on both sides where you can lift it up and stretch it out and turn it into like a, you know, a full fledged table for four, I would say, you know, kind of at best for four, um, comfortably, but it folds down. Just give her a place where she can go sit on her back porch, sit in her chair. There's an outdoor foldable table kind of thing, uh, wooden wooden so it looked nice as sort of like a picnic table sort of vibe anyways just a nice little nice little thing right so i i bought her that you know i came into some some money and i i got her that nice little you know here you go mom i hope this makes you feel good she got herself some plants um but anyways leaving leaving ikea i had like a flatbed thing and i bought this aloe plant and it was great well it i guess it rattled itself off the side of the the flat sort of cart fell and 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 broke the longest sort of growth that it had i was like oh shit and i'm like okay well i'm gonna go down and pack the car and then i'm gonna come back in and just see if i can swap it it's a five dollar olive plant right so i come back in after having packed the car i said mom i'll be back in just a second you just hang tight uh i go i go inside and the security guard runs me where do you think you're going i'm like i'm going back up to exchange this i just bought it and you know he's like yo do you have an appointment i'm like I go, I was just here. What do you mean? Appointment. I just here. He's like, yeah, you need to go talk to her. Some woman sitting in a chair in front of a book. So she's like, well, I've got, 
I go, I, I go, I just, I just want to do a straight exchange. Like I'm not, not missing parts or I'm trying to return it. I just literally, this one broke. I'm going to grab another one. She's like, well, you know what you can do is you can actually take that spike that broke and turn it upside down and stick it back in the soil and it'll grow. And I go, oh really? She goes, yeah. Um, yeah, but what you, but what you need to do is you need to go out and get like some pot, like, uh, some cactus soil. All right. I, you could probably go to Home Depot or something like that. Get some kind of, you know, she's like explaining to me all these different steps I have to, to salvage the piece that's broke. And I go, this is a $5 aloe plant. I go, I'm, I go, I appreciate what you're telling me. I'm not running to five different stores to be able to salvage this $5 plant. I go, I'm going to go upstairs and exchange it. Okay. Let me see what kind of, uh, let me see what, what appointment I can get you. And like, she's like, I got one in six minutes. I'm like, that's fine. I'll take that appointment. You know, walk back over the elevator, the security guard. I go, I got an appointment. He's like, okay. <laughs> so I go upstairs and I go stand in this ridiculously long line. <laughs> There's like nine or 10 people in front of me more, more by the minute piling up behind me. And I just turn around to everybody. I go, I go, I'm sorry. If this is a stupid question. Does everyone here have an appointment? And they're like, Yep, they're all nodding. There's like realistically seven or eight different wickets at the front, like if you will, IKEA returns tellers that all have people with them. But in all this time, no one's getting help. Like I'm looking at all these IKEA people sort of standing there, like looking around as if like they're waiting for some manager to come help them. So like there's no movement on the employee or the customer's end. They're just sort of standing there with this like waiting around look. So I'm like, nothing's moving at all. You know, my appointment time comes and goes and I'm still eight, you know, nine people from the front. I'm like, what's the $5 plant? I'm like, I'm fuck this. I just walk into the line and I walk right back to the self-checkout girl who was there, you know, 10, 15 minutes prior. And I just said, Hey, I just bought this plant. It just fell and it broke on the way out. Can I just go exchange it for another one, please? And she's like, uh, yeah, one sec. Let me ask my, my, my supervisor. She just walks over to a girl at the cash. She goes, he just wants to exchange the plant for the same. I go, it's just right at the back of the warehouse. Right there. They are. I'll just switch. She's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So like, I just run to the back, swap plants, come out, show them another way. Like, yeah, cool. And then gone. Lord knows how long I would have been standing in line. My mom's in the car, by the way, downstairs waiting. Uh, we bought this like big plant and she had to like sit in the back seat and sort of hold it up on an angle. So, cause it wouldn't fit standing straight up in the car. So she's down there like holding plant. I'm like, I have no way of telling her that I'm in the 35 minute fucking return line. And what would have happened? I got to the front. Someone would go, Oh, you need another one. And they would go and they would have picked whatever one they wanted. So this was way easier just to, just to take a second and just be polite. I wasn't like, yo, this is fucking ridiculous. I didn't, I just said, Hey, look, I'm so sorry. My mom's down in the car. The one you just helped in the checkout line, you know, do you mind if I just, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. done five minutes, guys, fucking in and out, no appointment. All right. See you later. I think like, if you don't, if you don't ask for what you want, you know, you gotta, sometimes you gotta just be like, yeah, I know that this is the rules, but I'm also a reasonable human being. And this seems fucking ridiculous. You know, I can't, I can't just stand in line because that's the rules sometimes. And obviously it worked. I literally just asked two reasonable human beings who were like, yeah, yeah, do it this way. Security guard. Where's your appointment? Shut up. Anyways. So that was a thing. Um, and then I went back to my mom's place and I built her table for her. And that was fun. She's happy. She's got her plants out. Uh, I'm seeing if there's any notes here I missed on I- Ikea. Not that this is like the most, yeah, the fucking torturous maze with people not respecting distance. Yep. 
the broken aloe story and I built mom's table. Oh yes. Notes. I, ref- I definitely got to that. Um, and yeah, that's also my pro tip. Again, purchasing, right? Josh's pro tip week. Um, Ikea plants, dirt cheap, uh, good for like not tons of light. If you're looking for something for inside, but just might not get a shitload of direct light. Definitely give the Ikea plants, uh, a gander and they're right near the warehouse too. So if you're in Ottawa, uh, or I'm sure a lot of Ikeas are built very similarly. If you go in the backside where you're like, you're walking right into the warehouse part, you know, the plants are usually right in the warehouse. So you don't have to like walk through the giant maze. You can just be like, I'm just here for plants and plants. Halon. It's great. Um, what else? One of the evenings, I believe it was Friday evening. Uh, crystal was like, Hey, let me thank you for the, the help. And we went out for, uh, for dinner. It was just nice to, again, like I think for her, her vacation, um, and for me, I'm just like, I love being outside. I love being outside. I love, I love eating food. I didn't have to cook to, um, we went to, uh, mill street brewery. So it's like this little, little brewery brew pub kind of right on the Ottawa river. So it's not pretty. The building's nice. Um, but, but it's not sort of pretty the area where you are because it's kind of like a little, almost industrial looking, but it was nice to be outside. Um, I remember calling and asking them like, Hey, can we make a reservation? And like everywhere else, it's like, no, it's first come first served. Um, and when we got there, they're like, uh, Hey, uh, feel free to walk into the bartenders there. Feel free to walk in, grab a beer and then come back outside. We've got this nice waiting area. There's picnic tables. Uh, I think Adirondack or Muskoka uh, style chairs, which are just kind of like weird, sort of like laid back drinking all day lounge chairs, except when you're big like me, they're not exactly easy to get in and out of where it's like all core work, trying to pull yourself out of them. Um, anyways, so I, I go inside, we get, we each get a beer, we come back outside and, uh, I'm like, Hey, can we grab that, that picnic table over there? It was not part of like the seating for people eating or whatever. And the big dude at the front, he's like, he's like, no, nah, I'm going to just grab the Muskoka chairs. I'm like, look, dude, I I'm, I'm big. You put me in that. I'm going to, I'm not going to be able to get out of it. Or it's, I'm going to be putting on a production. It's embarrassing. Can we just go sit at the picnic table, please? And he's like, he's like, well, we need those for guests. I go, I promise you the second you need one, we'll step out of it. Like we're not bringing any cargo with us. We've got our beers. We'll just sit down there. It just makes my life. He's like, yeah, no problem. No problem. You can take it. Thank you. You know? And I asked the person who was putting us on the wait list. I said, can we get they, you? This place has five patios. Well, if you count the makeshift one that they had made in the parking lot, and the makeshift one that they had made on their lawn with these, like with, with your standard picnic tables. So I just said, Hey, is there any way we can get the East, uh, West or ruins patios, please? Very important. We haven't been, I just, just like, we haven't been out in a long time. The way, you know what I mean? And it's just, you know, I, I would just appreciate it. You know, if a little nicer experience, no problem. I said, nothing personal. If we have to wait a little longer for one of those, totally do it. They're like, yeah, it's fine. We sat down at our table and, uh, and just, you know, the table, the guy had said yes to drinks our beers, you know, and I think like 15 minutes later at the table, and they were telling us it was gonna be like a 20, 30 minute wait. It was incredible. I I'm, I'm trying to share all these experiences with you guys, like asking for a little more going outside the boxes. Like a lot of people are like, Oh, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to be difficult. We're not, it wasn't rude. I wasn't like, this is unacceptable. Like you can ask for what you want without being a dick. You know what I mean? You catch, like they say, more bees with honey. I was just really like, I was happy to be out and I was just like, Hey, it's been a while. Like I don't mind waiting longer, but if it's possible, we get that. Everyone was so like, okay, no problem. Let's see what we can get you. And, and we got a great table. They gave us a great table right at the rails, overlooking the water. It was great. Had a great time. Great evening. 
You know, I had, uh, what did I have? I, I ordered appetizers, which I don't normally do because I'm cheap. Um, but I ordered these nice fish tacos that were delicious. Uh, and then I had like a nice stone fire baked, uh, like flatbread pizza. It was great. Great. Onions, pulled pork there, some barbecue sauce. It was delicious. I had a delicious time at a couple of Mill Street organic pints. And, uh, and that was her. That was her, man. That was, uh, that was a great meal. But again, the point was just, you know, oh, I'm, I'm loving life, guys. I get to go for breakfast again. I get to go for meals, sit on patios, have drinks, you know, feel useful like a human being, getting shit done, get to go shopping, right? Buy little aloe vera plants that I break and then don't have the patience. Well, I, I couldn't leave my mom in the car. I just had a good time. And get this. So here's some other shit. How are we doing for time? I'm just yakking my fucking face off here. Come on, little thing. Oh, 43 minutes. Jesus Christ. And I haven't even, I haven't even got to the top five yet. And the top five, I pulled out of my fucking ass. I will tell you guys that I pulled this top five out of my ass last minute. So don't expect much out of it is the point. Uh, and I'll, I'll fucking fake my way through it. It really is one that I should have put for another time and really dove deep, but it's also kind of a pathetic list. But it goes with what I'm about to tell you guys next. So I told you I had breakfast with my mom. I told you I had dinner at Mill Street. I told, oh, we had a great, okay. So because I had been spending time with, uh, with Crystal and the kiddos, I was mentioning it to my mom and she was saying, well, it'd be really nice to have everyone over because Brody's birthday was in June. Michaela's birthday's in July. She had missed Crystal's birthday in May. So she was just like, it would be just nice to, she's excited about her new space. We had just built that table for her, the one that I got her at Ikea. And she's like, I'd really like to have a night where, you know, people come over and we'll get a meal in the backyard. So I decided that I was going to treat everybody to Chinese food, make everything nice. And, uh, and we just had a really nice kind of, uh, you know, get together dinner in my mom's backyard. So everyone had nice chairs and we'd put the table out tablecloth. I went and I got her favorite Chinese food and it was just a really nice night. There's not, I'm not going to bore you guys with a ton of details, but I just know that my mom felt really good having a bunch of people over to visit her at her place in her backyard under her new tent. And you know, that was nice. That was nice. Um, and I can leave it at that, but the day before, so the day before this was the Ikea adventure with her, I was back at her place and this is one that I find, this is just Again, another reason that the, the big guy is smiling ear to ear is, um, my friend, uh, Max gave me a call. So I'm at my mom's house and I'm building, um, her Ikea table and I get a text from my buddy, Max. He's like, Hey man, are you busy this weekend from this to this? And I was like, Oh no. I mean, I'm at the moment. I'm not busy, but I'm like, that stuff changes. I go, why? What's up? Are you going to be in town? Are we going to be able to hang out? Sort of say, hi, see how you're doing. And, uh, and he hits me with, um, He's going to, uh, BC this weekend and, uh, you know, and he works for an airline. So he's like, I'm able to get you really good price tickets. If you're free from like Saturday to Tuesday to come to BC with me and my buddies. And we've got my, you know, my parents own a chalet and Kamloops and you fly into Vancouver and then we'll drive from Vancouver to Kamloops, like a four hour drive, but it's beautiful up to I'm like, I'm like, holy shit. And then he tells me the price. And I was like, oh my God. That's untouchable. Like I can't take an Uber from one end of my city to the other and back for less than, than flying across the country at this price. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, dude. And like, we'll just, 
we'll hang out. The place is nice. Like, I just want to chill. I don't want to do anything too exciting. It'd just be nice to be able to kind of get away from whatever. And I was like, are you, I'm like, that's unfucking believe. Like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm in, that sounds incredible. You know, like, like I, like, you know, I can't tell you the price gang, but like, Jesus, yeah, I don't think anybody, if you were like me, you had the time, there's no way you could say no. There's no way you could say no. I've never been out West. Uh, this is, this is uh, a real, it was a great opportunity that just kind of fell in my lap and I'm jazzed at the opportunity to go hang out. Um, I will be there until Tuesday. So I'm actually using this microphone as a test to see if this works. I will bring this mic set up with me to do next week's podcast. So I can just sort of sit, shoot the shit into the, the podcast mic there, or this, this handheld mic. I can even hear it as I move it from side to side, just slight moves side to side or how it catches one kind of bit better than the other. But, uh, Recorder is phenomenal. I'm actually really, really happy with this. It sounds good in my ears. I hope it sounds good for you guys and yours. Um, the sun is even coming out right now outside. It's, uh, it's late guys. It's Wednesday. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday. Um, it's getting a lot of shit in, uh, in order, uh, for this podcast, but, uh, I'm just, so yeah, like that's, what's coming up for me this week, Saturday morning this week. Um, I leave for British Columbia uh, for a few days for, for Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then some of Tuesday. And I cannot tell you how excited I am for that. And on top of that, my buddy, Tim Riel, uh, invited me to play code names live again in like the, the all-stars showdown for the summer or something like that. And I get to play on my team. So Tim has organized it for me that on my team, I get to play with Paul Dean. Now I don't expect any of you guys to know who that is, but Paul Dean is, uh, is formerly from a, a YouTube channel, uh, a gamer group called shut up, sit down. And they have absolutely hilarious and incredible review and, and, uh, whatnot like videos for board games, um, on the web Their Their channel is one of three that I watched when I first started, I watched uh tabletop. I watched, I told you guys about that in my top five, uh, you know, YouTube channels. I watched uh, like some tabletop stuff. I watched, uh, you know, uh, uh, watch it played with Rodney Smith and I watched shut up, sit down. So if you're someone who's like, you know, again, I'm not really sure about board games, like, Oh, is this game good? Or should I just, just Google the name of the board game and shut up, sit down. And they have a podcast as well. Anyways, Paul and, uh, and Quinn's and Matt made these great videos sort of reviewing board games and, and stuff. They put a lot of good production value into it. They made them fun. A uh, group of guys in the UK, while Paul now makes his home and for some time has made his home in Vancouver. So funny enough, uh, Tim just reached out and he's like, Hey, you know, uh, you want You want to play? I've got Paul Dean for you. And I was like, uh, at first I was like, who's that? Cause I, I knew sort of Paul's just Paul, but at the same time, if you don't know someone's last name, it's like, you know, Mike, I'm like, uh, well, fuck, I know a lot of Mikes. I know a lot of Pauls. And then, and, and I didn't know Paul's last name from the videos. Anyways, so Paul is going to be my partner, a guy whose videos I've watched several times, thoroughly enjoyed. I now get to play, uh, uh with him on my Codenames team, which is fucking great. I, I'm absolutely thrilled about that. Uh, and that's coming up sometimes once. So once I have the exact date, I will let you guys know, uh, on the next episode, uh, when that is, cause we're still working on it, but that was a phone call I got last night. So I'm just guys, things feel good. Things feel good. And, and, and I am still banging away on, um, on just trying to get everything organized to make this podcast video. Uh, uh, 
I want you guys to know too, that I'm aware that as of late, the podcasts have been a little scattered and all over the place. Um, my life is good. No complaints. I want to share that positivity with you guys. Um, just a lot of it is like scatterbrained kind of learning and organizing and things like that. This last week was good. Um, I hope I've told some of the sort of just minor interesting anecdotes. Um, but I just, I wanted to stay more focused. I also wasn't home a lot, right? I was working on the painting and stuff. So not having my notes with me when things are happening, trying to, to make note of some of the more interesting things. Um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm working on it. I need to get better sleep too. As I mentioned, I've been getting really shit sleep lately and I don't understand why. Um, so I just want to make sure I'm, I've fallen off with my fasting again, kind of being all over the place. I'm not paying attention to the hours. I'm not eating like trash. I'm just not fasting like I used to. So, um, just getting things going and keeping on track is, is a, is a task, um, that I need to get back on. And I'm, I'm excited to share some more good news with you guys. Um, just as things happen, but this is crazy. I'm going to BC this weekend. Uh, that was something that, that, you know, three days ago, I wasn't even on my mind and now it's a full, full fledged thing that's happening. And, uh, I'm, I, I couldn't be more thrilled. Couldn't be more thrilled guys. Um, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to telling you about it. Um, feeling good. Like I said, feeling useful. It was great to spend some time doing hard work and then seeing it all come to fruition with everything, with the furniture and the, the greenery and everything like that to see uh crystal really happy with, with the work and the turnaround. You know, she's somebody who works a lot and works hard, works really, really, really hard. So to be able to be a part of just, you know, seeing something, happen, it's great to see the kiddos, you know, seeing them see the, the, the room come like, you know, the living room come together with all the new stuff and being excited for it and everything like that. Like there's a lot going on for them too, which is great. Um, so I just, I felt a, a bit of joy being able to be a part of, uh, you know, just, just people I care about, you know, uh, being happier, you know, I was happy to see mom happy when everyone came over for dinner, everyone seemed to have a good time that made her happy. You know, I just, you know, it's guys, it really is, you know, it's one of the, one of the things about life is, you know, having purpose and, and feeling like, you know, you're making a difference to, to people around you, you know, that's why I do this. I know there's some of you guys who, who enjoy this every week and I really appreciate you listening and being a part of that. I really do. Um, so thank you just, you know, doing what I can. Sometimes it just feels like no one's listening and I'm like, ah, do I really want to stop what I'm doing to just record and talk and about nothing. When I feel like I have nothing to talk about, I'm not trying to shit on this podcast guys. I fucking love doing this sometimes. And this week I was kind of like, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of stuff to talk about. And I just couldn't seem to put it together in a way that made sense for me. Um, but like I said, I got lots of cool stuff to tell you about. I, I'm going to Vancouver or, uh, sorry, going to BC. And, uh, you know, I've got this code names left, like with Paul Dean, like it's so cool. A guy who I've watched basically shepherd me into board games through all these different videos. I watched and make recommendations and things like that is now going to be my partner in a, uh, in a competitive game of code names. That's fucking awesome. Canada's way. That'll be, uh, I don't know when, but it'll be at twitch.tv slash Tim underscore real R I E L. Uh, that's where we'll be playing that. So I'll tell you more details as I have it. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, avoid going to Ikea, you know, on a Saturday, but definitely go to Ikea if you need some cheap greenery that doesn't require a lot of attention. Make your house look beautiful. Um, go to Costco for your Apple products. 
without question. Go to Costco for everything you can, but but specifically Apple products. That makes a difference. Uh, don't rush out to try the Grand Big Mac. No big deal on that one. Um, and ask for shit. You want a better seat? You know, you want a better seat on a patio? Just ask for it nicely. You know, you don't want to stand in the big fucking return line. Use your noggin and see if there's any alternatives. Just go and ask. Say, hey, I'm really sorry, but is it possible if I could just, just, it's right over there. It's right over there on that shelf. Can I just exchange it? You know, little things like that. Just, just don't always accept the rules just because they're the rules. Sometimes those employees are just doing that same thing too. Oh, it's just, it's just the rule. Sometimes you get a reasonable human being. It's like, yeah, that makes no fucking sense. Why would you stand in that line when you're just swapping a plant? Go swap it out. You're good. You know? Um, I mentioned I watched some movies, guys. I watched uh, Hell House 2. Garbage. Wasn't very good. Scary. It's a, it's like a the Amazon Prime and Tubi have a lot of these like B-horror movies, found footage stuff. Um, the first Hell House was very creepy. The second one, um, not, not, well, definitely creepy, but there's no real story to it. Uh, and the acting is very poor. Um, but apparently it all comes full circle in the third one. So if you like to just throw a horror movie on the background, these hell house movies are fine. Um, but they are very low budget and they kind of have that low budget feel. Um, but yeah, so I watched that and then I watched Wolf Cop, the one, the one that sort of started us all off with the shittiest movie. Um, I watched Wolf Cop, which is basically just like your, your, uh, he's a drunk, shitty cop. You know, he's almost like a uh, hopper in stranger things. Only he's not the sheriff. You know, like the first time you meet Hopper in Stranger Things, he's literally like waking up in bed drunk. He like puts on his uniform, chugs the rest of his Jack Daniels, you know, shows up late to the office. So it's like nothing ever really happens of note. In fact, in Wolf Cop, like the very first scene where he's like sitting up in bed, there's already like a half naked chick. And then she like sits up and her tits are out. I'm like, oh, tits in the first 10. You know the rules. You see tits in the first 10 minutes means it's gonna be a shit movie. And it was. Um, but anyways, like he shows up at work and then he, you know, he goes to a bar instead of going on this call he's supposed to go on. So you're meeting the characters. Oh, he's just one shit cop. And then he goes out to investigate something, I guess gets knocked over by some cult guy. And then the next thing you know, he's a werewolf. Like they put a mark on him, you know, and, and now, and then he's aware he's going to be a werewolf now. And there's really not much to the story. Like the story, most of the time you're just like, what's going on? What's happening? You know, it didn't really make sense. You know what I mean? The whole time is just kind of like just these scenes. Then there's a sex scene where he gets seduced by the bartender chick, the server, um, at the bar he goes to and she sees him as a werewolf. She's like, yeah, I want you. And then there's like, like, literally like, like a slow, uh, they play that song. These moonlight desires haunt me. They haunt me. They play that song while he's like fucking her. And she's in a corset the entire time. Uh, that they're like having sex or breasts are all pressed up. But then there's a scene where like her corset is off. You don't see her. It's just, you see a guy in a wolf suit, like literally, and it's just a pair of tits. They're fucking in a cage at the, like in a cell at the police station. And you just see like the cameras right up close on the other side of the bars. And it's just like a naked pair of tits and his hands like awkwardly coming around and like groping them. But her face is not in the shot. Like it literally looked like a body double twice. And then it goes back to them fucking and she's like got her corset on again. And then it's like another cut scene where it's just right up on the titties. And then his like hands on them, covering them and then not covering them. Like, look, look, it's the tit part. Here's the tits. And then I'm touching them. 
But so it was, it was clear that like this one actress who was playing the chick didn't even want to like, she didn't even want to get the corset off and be like, yeah, you can't see my breasts. He's covering them. It's like, nope, she's wearing, I'm, I'm wearing this the whole time. And then there'll be like some body double come in. It'll just be a pair of tits that, that these wolf gloves cover. It was just funny. Um, the whole thing was stupid wolf cop garbage. And then there's like another wolf cop on, uh, I started, I started it. I put it on, uh, Kevin Smith is in the second one. And he just plays the mayor, but he still looks like Kevin Smith, like, like trench coats and backwards hats. It was stupid. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you guys. Wolf cop is garbage. It was the bad movie. I thought it would be. Um, and it's funny as of late, all these like, like B movies that I've been watching were pleasantly surprising. They're like, Oh fuck, these are not bad at all. Uh, except for wolf cop. Wolf cop was hot testicles. It was a shit fucking movie stat to finish and don't watch it. All right. Having said that, let me do a quick little time check here. Ooh, 59 minutes. Maybe we'll get out of here at a good time, guys. Get us home to our families. Um, top five this week. All right. Top five for this week is uh, the top five cities that I've visited. All right. Uh, which means that this is going to be a pathetic list because I haven't been to many places. You know, I've been to a few cities in the States. I've been to a few cities in Canada. Like, I mean, I'm not even mentioning the little ones like Kingston and, you know, Windsor and London, Ontario, like they're, you know, they're just more cities of the same. Um, my list will be kind of pathetic because I haven't been to a lot of places. Um, and I'll just kind of give you a rough breakdown. So again, these are not like, Hey, these are the top five cities in the world. Fuck that. These are just the, the top five that I've been to and kind of like a little bit of a reason why, um, honorable mention. I I've been wanting to do an honorable mention for a lot of different things, like, like a sixth thing that I felt you know, wanted should have made my list, but, but then, you know, if every single week I do a, an honorable mention, then it's just basically, you're just doing a top six. Every single week is just a top six. So I decided not to, but this one I felt was important. Okay. Because this time the honorable mention is like the number one city that I like is my home city, Ottawa. It's the capital of Canada. It is the greenest capital city in the entire world. Um, it's beautiful. We have a beautiful canal that spans through the city. We've got all the same major, you know, things that any major city has, except we're not super huge. You know, people are still kind of friendly here. It's still a very safe place to live. We have all the seasons and every season brings with it more festivals and stuff like that. We have a, a beautiful winter. Loot. I don't love winter, but winter loot is very, very nice. People skate on the canal. In the summertime, we have the Tulip Festival and the canal turns into a place where people can boat and paddle boat and, and kayak and things like that. It's, it's gorgeous. My city is beautiful. I love Ottawa. I have not found a place that I would rather live yet. You know, some places I'll have to move to for industry and whatnot, but I love my city. So the honorable mention in terms of these top five cities, I just give an honorable mention to the city that I live in. And since I don't really visit it. It just goes without saying, but just, just know Ottawa has a very special place in my heart. All right. Number five, Toronto, Ontario. I have been to Toronto many, many times. Um, it's undeniable that Toronto, Toronto is the biggest city in Canada. It is the New York of Canada. And it's, uh, it's undeniable that it has a lot of big things that like, you know, major market stuff. Uh, you know, it's very multicultural it, it, Toronto was the only place in Canada that I can think of that actually has an amusement park, right? Canada's wonderland. I'm not aware of any other in Canada. There might be some out West, but I wouldn't know, but I've been to Toronto. I liked it because it has a lot of stores that I would expect, you know, would want. It's not everything. A lot of stuff is in Toronto. That's not here. You know, sometimes big us, uh, brands will, 
you know, they'll have their, their flagship stores in Toronto. While, uh, although I will say that red, um, made me aware of this. I'm not sure how factual it is. I'm not saying she's wrong. I just, I heard it from someone. I've not, I've not vetted it, but apparently uh, London, Ontario, where red lives, um, is a, a big test market for, for us companies. So if they're going to make like a new restaurant or something like that, that's big in the States, apparently they will use London, Ontario as a test market. Uh, however, I am aware for sure that Toronto definitely like there's a Chick-fil-A in Toronto. I don't know of any other Chick-fil-A's in Ontario, but there's one in Toronto. So like certain things you'll just, you know, if you want to try a U.S. brand that doesn't seem to be anywhere else, go to Toronto. Odds are you'll find it there. Um, but it just has more options, different types of stores. There's lots of like great board game markets are in Toronto. You can find, um, you know, more rare sort of like, you know, whiskey stuff, because even though the LCBO is Ontario, you know, run, like a lot of times Toronto will just have more of stuff because of the population. Um, you know, they've got a subway system, which is interesting. We don't have a subway in Ottawa. Uh, maybe another thing I like about Ottawa is just there's no subway, but, um, you know, we have the sandwich stores, but not the, uh, the, the actual subway thing, uh, a tube as they call it in the UK. Um, and of course, like I said, the back to the, the, the theme park thing, I know when I was a kid, I used to always look forward to going to Toronto because that meant we were probably going to Canada's wonderland. So Toronto, um, oh, I will say this, uh, Toronto's got a, the biggest bunch of cocksuckers as a populace. I, uh, I almost let Toronto go. Like they were just this great place and whatever. Um, one of the reasons Toronto's so low on my list is it sucks being on the street there. Like just walking around, people are rude on the street. They, they don't hold the door. They don't say please or thank you. Um, they're very unkind. If you say, excuse me, I've, do you know where like people look at you like you're homeless with your hand out in front of them asking for change? I do not like that. I do not like their attitude. Sam, I am. Um, yeah. So Toronto number five, um, I'm always happy to come home. Number four, Montreal. Okay. Montreal in, uh, the province of Quebec. Uh, Montreal's great. For starters, legal drinking age is a year younger in Montreal. And if you're American listening, you're like, wow, only 20 years old? No, no. Legal drinking age in Canada is 19, uh, except for Quebec, where it's 18. Um, the way it should be in the States. If you can catch a bullet for your country, you should be able to have a beer in it too. Um, but uh, Montreal, uh, not but, sorry, Montreal also has uh, Montreal smoked meat. And it's magical anywhere you go in that city for the Montreal smoked meat because it's always good. Uh, or at least incredibly hard to find a place that doesn't do it well. The worst place in Montreal is still 10 times better than the best Montreal smoked meat place anywhere else. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal Montreal smoked meat there. Um, you know, you can, like, you can drink, there's drink specials, there's good nightlife. Um, very exciting in Montreal. Lots of fun stuff to do. They too. I don't just finished saying, I didn't know of any. God damn. Will this yawn be over? Okay. Just finishing, I'm not aware of any other theme parks in Canada. I'm wrong. There is one called La Ronde in Montreal. It is infinitely smaller than uh, Canada's Wonderland, but there is, in fact, a, a place called La Ronde in Montreal that is a, a theme park. So Montreal's got that going for it, too. Montreal's also a very, very big city, very popular. I don't know if it's bigger than Vancouver, but but Montreal, Toronto, and Vancouver are very, very large cities. Uh, Toronto being the biggest, of course. Montreal is just fun, guys. It's a fun, it, like, I, I would put it to you this way, even though it's like, it's not like this at all. Montreal is the closest city to Vegas that Canada has. Just in terms of like the debauchery, there's strip clubs everywhere. You know, there's good nightlife. There's shit going on. Like 
it's just Montreal's a party city. There's, there's, you know, there's, I think it's two or three universities there. Um, you know, like it's still, it's still a city. It's not just like a party place like Las Vegas, but it's the closest thing to Vegas that, that Canada has. Um, which brings number three in as Las Vegas. Yes, I have been to Las Vegas. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed Vegas. I was there for a week back in 2013. There was lots I didn't do. Uh, there's lots I'd still like to see going to Vegas, but that was a spot that was like, oh man, just, just a cool spot. It's huge. Even though they talk about the strip, it is huge. Walking past a single casino can take you, oh my God, upwards of 10 minutes to get past just cause it's so fucking big. So it's like walking past a football field, you know? Um, so even though you can see where you're going, it's like, oh, it's way up the street there. I see it. It's like, it's going to fucking take you a while to get there. Um, you can drink on the street there, like literally pour yourself a drink in your hotel room, come down the elevator, walk through the hotel, out the front door, walk down the street with a drink in your hand. Um, there's no point of ever order, ordering a double in Las Vegas because when you order a drink with alcohol, they just turn the bottle upside down and pour it into your glass as they fill it with whatever mix you've asked for. And they just keep pouring until it's full. So there's no point in ordering a double. You're getting the same amount of booze. Um, casinos and live shows. Never saw a live show while I was there, except for like a comedy, like a, a shitty comedy club show in a casino. But in terms of seeing like, you know, Chris Angel or Carrot Top or, you know, Cirque du Soleil that never saw any of those big shows. Um, you know, food was good. No complaints. Uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. We stayed the Venetian. It was cool. Cool time. Um, so definitely La Vegas. <laughs> uh, number three for me. Number two, New York city. Oh, New York, New York. It's a hell of a town. Okay. New York. Number two, the comedy is incredible. Um, just the history, how many fucking movies quote unquote take place in New York, even though they're normally filmed in Montreal or somewhere else, but the big scenes with the big buildings are, are all filmed in, in New York. Just such a huge city with so much history, so much culture. Um, you know, there's different sections of town, you know, different cultures, stuff like that. Like I, I've only been to New York city twice and, and both times, you know, through the times square, whatever times square is such a mind fuck just with how much is going on. But, um, Times Square was fun. Um, taking the bus tours is fun. I've, I've seen a lot of Manhattan just because of that, but like in terms of just like, wow, look at that. Wow. Look at that. Oh my God. Like just like the differences, even just driving a few blocks, you know, and, and taking a look around. I really enjoyed, uh, New York city The some of the best comics in the world live there. I remember just popping in to see a show at, uh, Gotham comedy club and I got to see Gary, Gary Gullman there. Um, it was just like, oh my God, like Gary's such a great comic. I saw Giannis Pappas there, uh, chatted with him. Um, it was just really cool. It was really cool. Plus it's like the same. I saw Sal Volcano, my buddy, Paul Verzi record a podcast there at the Gotham comedy club. Um, that's where the comedy cellar is. I haven't been to the comedy cellar yet, but the comedy cellar is there. And that's like one of the most fucking iconic, you know, comedy clubs. Unbelievable unbelievable just yeah food's good get a nice slice of pie there at joe's pizza around the corner from the, the cellar just a lot of great shit guys new york city right central park is gorgeous just the the i've never done any of the museums or anything like that like the the metropolitan or whatever the met never never done that uh i did go out to see the statue of liberty with my mom years ago i would not recommend that it's a long wait and she's not as big as she looks you can see her from land enjoy snap some pictures 
but, uh, it just, the weight and everything just not worth it. Um, would love to see more. Would love to see more of New York. Would love to go and spend like a week and just sort of see the city, you know, wall street. I saw the bull, you know, there's all these, like, there's these great hop on hop off tours you can take where it's like you buy a ticket for the bus route and you can just, if you see something you like, get off the bus, you know, 15 minutes, another one will be around or, or, or like all day long, right? They're, they're around, but every 15 minutes or something. So it's great because you can just get off. Oh, here's the Met. Cool. Let's get off and go in there. Right. And then you come back out an hour or two later and you just go back to your bus route, get right back on your tour bus and go. And it's basically just like, that's, that's how simple it is. It's like, I want to see this. Let's get off here. Great. Great time. Okay. Number one, number one city I've ever been to. Um, and this is my stomach talking almost more than anything else. A lot of it though. Um, Los Angeles, L a, um, Los Angeles. I love the culture difference. Um, not, sorry, not the cultural difference, the environmental difference. Um, palm trees were fucking awesome. It was awesome to see palm trees. It was awesome to be able to like walk down the street and fucking buy tacos. All of the taco joints, uh, let me tell you, it was absolutely amazing um, to be right at the ocean. You know what I mean? I guess you're at the ocean with New York too, but just being at the ocean, um, you know, the Santa Monica Pier and the beach, palm trees, you know, Hollywood, seeing all of the fucking driving by like all of the Warner Brothers sound stages and everything like that, driving up to Burbank and seeing the, the gates, the Walt Disney Studios, you know, on Buena Vista Drive. Um it was crazy seeing the world famous comedy store and meeting so many big names just hanging out there. You know what I mean? Seeing everyone at the comedy store, um, being able to perform at the comedy store. That was absolutely incredible. I performed at the Hollywood improv too. Um, it was cool. It was cool seeing the famous places like sunset strip and, you know, seeing the whiskey, a go, go, whatever, like, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like New York and LA, like honestly hand in hand, but New York is just a bigger version of the cities that I'm used to. They get winter and stuff, but just that the palm trees and the beaches, as well as like the big fucking, you know, studios and studio lots, you know, seeing Beverly Hills, seeing all the houses up in the hills, you know, even the driving around and it wasn't, it wasn't as congested skyscrapers. I think that was what was nice too. Even when we were on Mulholland drive, you know, where James Dean crashed his car, like being up in the hills and being able to look down into Los Angeles and still see houses up in the hills, driving through the Hollywood Hills was crazy. Okay. That's what I got. I, I've got more. Like I loved seeing things that I saw in Edinburgh, Scotland and Glasgow, Scotland. You know, I've been to other little places that were like, oh, look at this, but I got to tell you, that was my top five guys from where I've been so far, but I'm about to, I'm about to hit Vancouver. I mean, I'll see it when I fly and I'll fly over the Rockies and everything like that. And then we're going to drive up to Kamloops. You know, I, 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 it's tough too, because a lot of these things, I haven't spent a lot of time. Like I spent a lot of time in Toronto doing shows, spent a lot of time in Montreal. Uh, I only spent a week in Vegas, but at least I was in the, the city, you know, and I still didn't see old Vegas where like, you know, the pawn stars thing is like, I, I need to start slowing down. And that's what I'm very excited about this trip. My buddy Max is like, we're just going to go and hang out and just take things slow. If we want to go out we want to have some drinks, we want to go eat, but like, just, just take it kind of. So I'm like, oh, that sounds incredible. That sounds absolutely incredible. I cannot, I cannot wait. I'm very excited. And that's what I will be talking with you guys about on the next episode. Onesies. Thank you guys for listening to this fucking yammer fest. Um, I appreciate you being there. I hope that the sound is better on this week's episode because I hear it in both ears 
And when I turn it one way or the other, I hear myself going back and forth the other ones, but I, I hear myself in both ears. Hopefully this is going to translate to a good episode for you guys. The sound is much better than on my old handhold recorder. Um, it also helps that I can hear the recording while I record. Uh, but anyways, that's one man podcast two seventeen, guys. I hope you have a great week and I look forward to talking to you again soon.